Louisville is finally getting that flight to Boston. We'll chat about that, plus the latest at University of Louisville. That's next on the Access Louisville podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is David Mann, and joining me today is Michael L. Jones. How you doing? And Laurel Deppen. Hi there. Access Louisville is a weekly podcast from Louisville Business First. Each week we bring you the latest news along with plenty of opinions on what's going on here in Louisville, Kentucky. We're going to start with talk of leaving Louisville, Kentucky. That is for Boston. Uh, Michael, we finally, uh, Louisville finally got that flight to Boston that people have been uh, clamoring for. Um, I guess, uh, when does that start? It starts uh, June 9th, and it's American Airlines is going to start offering a direct nonstop flight to Boston, which surprised me that that was the most requested route. Well, it's that and uh, San Francisco, the ones I've heard the most. But uh, but yeah, I think a lot of people want to want to you know easier path to Boston. Um, <laughs> I saw it was an Embraer one seventy five, which is fairly small. Uh, aircraft, but hell, I'll take it, <laughs> you know, even the small aircraft. So um, let's see. So uh, you were at the airport Thursday. It seemed like there was a lot of joy in, you know, them making this announcement, right? Everybody was really excited. And then they had these people in costume, I guess, oh, <laughs> supposed to be like the Boston Tea Party. But oh, I no. didn't put it together at first. I was just like, why? I thought it was some kind of renaissance fair going <laughs> by or something. But yeah. then they were like, do you want to take my picture? And I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, I would have thought, oh, no, it's a Tea Party protest. We're using too many tax dollars on the uh, flight to Boston, maybe. But um, let's see. So, th- yeah, I mean, I picked up in your story that it was a pretty joyous occasion, I think, for the airport officials to finally announce this because people have been wanting that flight for so long. Uh, but you've written about some other flight or you know, you've kind of been following some other flights that they've uh, added this last year, you know. Uh, so what else have they they put on this year? Uh, well, you know, they have 37 nonstop flights now, which I think is a record for the airport. And uh, they added Spirit Airlines, which is uh, flies uh, to a lot of places in Florida Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're in Pensacola and Tampa, and, and they also fly to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then a Breeze uh, airline, Airways uh, goes to Charleston, which yeah. interests me. That- <laughs> That's become like this big destination, I think. Um, just a, a, a good place to visit on vacation. I guess like good leisure destinations, Charleston. Yeah, I've South been Carolina. there a couple of times. It's a great food town. Yeah, I've never been there. It's on my list. Uh, I think Spirit, they also added LA this year, if I remember correctly. I think it was Spirit. Uh, but uh, but the LA flight, it was a big deal at the time, too. So uh, good to see new flights heading out of Louisville. Um, I flew to New York a few months ago, and I was excited to be able to fly to a nonstop destination. And then I guess because of COVID and stuff and workforce shortage, I ended up uh, that, that one way for nonstop route to New York was turned into a stop in, uh, in, uh, Minneapolis. So, so I think, well, st- 
Still, some well, one of the reasons they're so excited <laughs> about Boston, though, is that if you're going flying internationally, then now you can go from Boston. Right. And also, the um, city is thinking this is going to uh, boost tourism because people from Bo- can fly from Boston and do mm-hmm. the bourbon trail and all that bourbonism, which Heck I think yeah. is a, a made up Kentucky word now. <laughs> It's a made-up Louisville word. I, I don't know. Is it caught on in the rest of the state? I'm not sure, but uh, <laughs> I wonder yeah. if it'll stick around after Fisher leaves office. I think that'll be the question. So, uh, all right, switch gears a little bit here. You also had some restaurant stories this week. You, wrote, you had a big scoop on the Palm Room opening back up. What's the story there? Well, uh, well, the Palm Room had been open uh, like it last year. And I think um, uh, Marcus uh, Withers is the guy who owned it. Uh, but now it's reopening next week as Joe's Palm Room, which is what the original name. And right. Joe's Palm Room is kind of a historic venue. Uh, it, w- it was a, like a lounge and a restaurant. And it attracted a wide variety of people, like from the people that I've talked to, they said like at one table, you might have a college professor and the other, a mechanic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, racially, it was one of the few places where, where uh, people from all across the city would hang out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm a spoke there. Yeah. It's Joe's Palm Room, not the Palm Room that's that's opening back up. Um and you wrote the book on uh, music uh, music history here in Louisville, so this is a, this has a lot of significance as far as uh, just a, a venue, right? Well, yeah, I knew the person Butch Mosby who owned the name of it because uh, I'd been working on this project called "The Soulful Sounds of Derby Town" that's coming out Butler Books in June, and uh, I'm one of six authors on it. Uh, but uh, a lot of the musicians that we had talked to remember Joe's Palm Room uh, fondly. And, and one of my co-writers is Gary Falk from Falk Audio, and he was in the house band at Joe's. Right. So I've heard a lot of stories about the play. <laughs> I bet. All right. Uh, late addition to the show, uh, Jason Thomas uh, joining us here. How you doing, Jason? What it is. <laughs> he got it in there. All good. <laughs> yep, just uh, on daddy duty, wanting to hang out here at the uh, podcast, so I, I never miss a chance to offer my two cents. Yeah, yeah, glad to have you jump in. Uh, we were just talking about, uh, we talked about the Boston uh, announcement, and we were just talking about Joe's Palm Room opening back up. Um, yeah, I love and, Michael's uh, music background, man. It's an asset for us, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, definitely. Uh, Michael, I guess, pl- plug your book, man. Like, uh, what, what's, <laughs> what's the book that uh, people can pick up out there? Well, well, uh, the book I have now out now, of course, is Louisville Jug Music, but the Soulful Sounds of Derby Town, uh, which will be out for Black Music Month in June. Perfect. And we're going to actually do a concert at the Kentucky Center for the Arts. All right. So hopefully it'll be a big deal. <laughs> yeah, much to look forward to there. <laughs> um let's see so michael lastly we've been covering the tornado damage um and and that uh in western kentucky you wrote about a relief effort this week involving some local food trucks so uh what's going on there 
Yeah, the Lee Initiative, um, initially after it happened that weekend, they uh, spent $15,000 to send six food trucks to Mayfield and Bowling Green, and that money only lasted two days. Oh, man. And so they're still raising money, and uh, I talked to Edward Lee, and he's committed to um, sending food there. Uh, until it's no longer necessary. He said that the Red Cross needs like 10,000 meals a day. Right. And I think we saw such an outpouring of support, but, you know, I mean, as, as much help as needed out there, uh, you know, I could see that, that really going uh, very fast. So, uh, yeah, obviously that's something we'll probably be looking at here in Kentucky for, um, Oh, you know, going years and years, you know, before uh, some of the, the towns in Western Kentucky are recovered. Uh, I looked at a story about how Joplin, Missouri has recovered in the last 10 years and they're still recovering. That was a, a another tornado that hit, you know, I think it was 2011, a kind of an urban area and a tornado just ran right through it and uh, did a ton of damage. So, uh, hearts go out to the folks in Western Kentucky. I know a lot of people are, are still trying to raise money and raise uh, uh, supplies and that sort of thing for them. Um, we'll switch gears here. We'll talk about the University of Louisville. That, of course, was the topic of last week's show. We talked about Neely Bendapudi leaving and Vince Tyra leaving on the same day. Uh, Laurel, you were up uh, Monday morning. Uh, covering the uh, the replacements, uh, at least the interim replacements. So uh, who did they pick up as uh, interim president and athletic director? Yes, I was there bright and early Monday morning, um, as was most of the Louisville media scene. Definitely right. the most crowded board of trustees meeting I'd been to. Um, but they ended up selecting Lori Stewart Gonzalez, who was the current provost to be the interim president. Um, and as far as the athletic director goes, they chose Josh Hurd. Um, and Josh Hurd was previously with U of L. He left for a little bit to go to Villanova, um, but Vince Tyra actually hired him back to U of L. So he said that he was excited to get back to it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what was the room like there? Was it, it did it seem like the initial, uh, shock was, was kind of over at that point And a lot of people were just ready to, to move on. I think among the trustees. Yes. I think that, um, all of us media people who didn't already know who the interims were going to be were the, the anxious and excited ones. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it makes sense to, uh, put the provost in that position and, uh, um, and then with the athletics director, it sounds like that he had experience kind of in, in that sort of, uh, role, not obviously as AD, but, uh, in the department, um, let's see here. So did they give any timeline as to when they would be filling these positions permanently, or is it just an open door until they found the right person? They didn't give a specific timeline, um, when, when we asked Mary Nixon, who's the board of trustees, she was just like, you know, we got finals, we've got the holidays. Um, so I don't think that any sort of timeline is going to be set until the new year. Right. I think it's just a matter of finding the right person for, for this kind of job. And Jason, I think we talked about this last week, but uh, just seems like Louisville's always got a big job, some, some big open <laughs> position that needs filled, right? Yeah, it's been a crazy 
crazy couple of years there. But uh, I think Josh Josh might have some staying power. You know, he was deputy AD before he was uh, promoted to interim athletic director. The Villanova experience would definitely be a feather in his cap. So I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, hire him uh, full time. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be uh, be good to see. And uh, of course, I won't go up make my same rant as last week about University of Louisville athletics. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm a holding fan. back here. We did my, that last week. My, yeah. my heart is my heart's broken every couple of years. But um, all right. So uh, Laurel, I'm glad Laurel covers uh, universities because those trustee meetings are so boring. To go to. <laughs> they are. The they they're are. in a private <laughs> session, and you're just waiting around. <laughs> Did you see the big pendulum thing that I, I fuss about? Was that oh, still, of course. Yeah, I grow I, like while they were in closed session, I just stared at it. It's <laughs> no, nothing last to do week. with staring. <laughs> might have been a, might have been a record last week for uh, terms of the quickest meetings, though. That was that was pretty fast. It was really fast. It, it was kind of funny though because two of the board of trustees, I think they took a bathroom break because like they they walked out and like everybody was like, Oh, what's going on? Why are people leaving? I'm like, they're just going to the bathroom. They're still in executive <laughs> session. <laughs> Board of trustees. They're just like us. Right. <laughs> I'm sure somebody tweeted that they were taking a bathroom break. Um, it wasn't me though. <laughs> yeah. Glad to see that. Glad to see that. Um, the other big story you did this week was uh, you spoke with Tammy York day of course leads the Louisville healthcare CEO council. Uh, what was her read on Ben Dapudi leaving the uh, president's role? Um, she she didn't really share a lot of like what her read on the situation was. Um, ben Dapudi was appointed to the Louisville Healthcare CEO Council back in July, mm-hmm. um, but I think that I should specify, um, even though it's called the CEO Council, the position on the board goes to the organization and not the individual. Um, so Tammy told me that it's not like there's a vacancy now that Ben Deputy is leaving. Um, it'll be up to the University of Louisville who's going to go on to the council. Um, so that hasn't been decided yet. Right. And uh, they also talked about their office space, which is, oh, I can't remember the name of that building. It's on, I think it's 201 Jefferson Street right there by mm-hmm. uh, where the on-ramp to 64 is. Uh, but what's the plan there? Uh, what's What's going on with the new space? Well, the new space is a definite, a a very modern take on an office, I would say. It has a a collaboration area that is, I think, about 4,000 square feet, and it includes a speakeasy. And yeah, yeah, you really wouldn't expect that. So you got your boardroom, and then you've got um, a co-working space, and then then all of a sudden it gets really dark, and there's these nice couches and a bourbon bar. Um, and Tammy basically told me that that's to, you know, you have to be comfortable to make innovation happen. Um, and I think that they've seen success with that. Um, so I just wanted to point that out because that is definitely a new one on me. (laughs) Yeah. They really are like us. (laughs) (laughs) Healthcare CEOs. They're just like us. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean, you see a lot of bourbon bars at in offices, but not a lot of speakeasies. That's uh, that's pretty surprising. They went that far, but it is going to be something <laughs> they'll be able to show off when they're having people in town. So, all right. Well, I think that is this week's show. It's a short one for you. Um, I'm not sure if we'll have a show next week. It's the holidays, uh, so the schedule gets a little iffy. 
I am planning to do a uh, re-up of our uh, prediction show. We'll look back at predictions we made for 2021 and see how far off we were. I know we were far off on a couple of them, but um, we'll see. And I think we've turned over the entire staff. Jason was probably on that one, but uh, um, we've kind of... uh, uh, got some new faces in here, so it'd be it'd be good to get some predictions on uh, what's happening for 2022. Which will Did, be didn't Shane permit. predict the the Boston flight last year? He was a little bit off. It took him a while. Did he dude. predict I, the Boston I, flight? I, I think so. At least a major flight. I want to say. Oh my god! I can't Boston. wait to listen. I'm gonna go back and listen to it over the weekend, and uh, <laughs> hopefully get Shay on to like because you know it would it would be within the time frame if he did that. So good for we him. We should do an impromptu. What gift should should Louisville get to improve? its economic standing let's do in the spirit of the holidays what gifts should they give <laughs> yeah or, or should they receive you know to improve their economic standing i like mm. it yeah i think the only thing that louisville can give us is more bike lanes <laughs> dang it i was just gonna <laughs> say that you read my mind. I, well, wait are you guys That's being sarcastic or do you really want bike lanes I just, no I, I just feel <laughs> like the answer to everything for louisville is more <laughs> bike lanes. <laughs> less less surface parking lots more how bike can lanes. we bike lane our way out of this problem <laughs> i'm just i like i'm joking but i like bike lanes i ain't trying to, to run them down but i mean there's there's no issue with bike lanes it's just that can't be the solution to everything <laughs> i they, think they louisville should gift though. itself to being more open about things everybody just seems to close down any you know uh, out of the box ideas like oh it's not gonna work here i can't do this like open up your minds a little bit let's let's come on let's Let's be different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. There's a lot of uh, traditionalism here, I guess you'd say, where uh, we don't want to change the character of this or, or, or you know, uh, invite a new element into this neighborhood or whatever. And it's just kind of like it gets frustrating. Uh, it seems like every time someone makes a proposal about X building in town, where they're like, oh, we can't take that building down. That one's that one's the most historical building in town. The whole dang town wouldn't be there if it wasn't for that. Building. Never mind. It's a complete eyesore now and has no use whatsoever. But yeah, like I feel like that. Down all the walnut street <laughs> during urban renewal. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And like nobody, like there was probably none of those discussions were had at the time. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, and it's kind of like, now like every building is like the most substantial building in town okay but you know and and i know i'm gonna get some heck from preservationists about that uh comment but it does kind of seem that way like we need to just open our mind like be a little less traditional the past is important of course but um but so is the future and they don't have to necessarily be at odds with each other you you Um, know I interviewed, uh, I was doing this oral history project, and I interviewed this woman that was a tenants uh, rights activist, and I asked her how she uh, got to that role, and she was a waitress at the Pendennis Club, and she served the group that planned urban renewal. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so she heard it, like all the plans. She's an older <laughs> she lady. She heard it all. <laughs> Jane Grady. Yeah. But yeah, she was there. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, that piece of Louisville's history is coming to light now, but I don't like it. Like no one talked about it until now, it seems like. Uh, and I think maybe it's because we're seeing the effects of it now, but uh, would definitely be uh, worth it to dive into that and kind of see what lessons we can learn from it. So um, 
Anybody else have something to add on this topic? Jason, throwing in the extra topic there. I like it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got to extend it a little bit. We were a little short. Though. We were a little short. We were a little short. Um, <laughs> got to give people the bang for the buck here. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'll, I'll move us on then. Um, that's all we have for this week. Before we go, we'll share our social media handles where people can find us online and yell at us for making comments about preservationists. Um, Laurel, I'll start with you. Where can people find you online? People can find me on Twitter at BF Lou Laurel. Still getting used to that one. Some it, alliteration there. Lou Laurel. Yes. Lou right. Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where I am. Or of course you can email me. All right. Uh, Michael, where can people find you? I am uh, on Twitter at BF Lou Michael, and uh, I'm on, on Facebook under my name, and on Instagram is BlueSound2000. Right. And Jason, where can people find you online? Yeah, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Scoop Thomas, and LinkedIn under my name, Jason Thomas. All right. You can find me under the name Bman3001. I'm on Twitter and Instagram under that handle. And then I'm on uh, LinkedIn under my name, of course, sharing a lot of business first content. If you like this podcast, please consider subscribing to the Access Level podcast on popular services like Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio Public. Thank you very much, Laurel and Michael and Jason. Thank you guys for listening to us at home. Happy holidays if we don't see you between now and then. But uh, thank you very much. Bye. See you.